You are now listening to On the Couch with Mary Jane. I invite you into my world of pleasure, power, and truth, where we discuss all things sexuality. Join me as I host leading experts and professionals who share their knowledge, trade secrets, and inspirations to feeling more empowered by what it is that we truly desire. Before we dive deep into these conversations, I want to remind you that the most intimate relationship is the one that you share with yourself. My guest today is a feminine embodiment guide whose mission is to help women release patriarchal programming and embody their feminine to create magnetic personal brands and pleasure-based businesses that elevate and inspire. Welcome to my couch, Sabrina, a.k.a. Gravity Rose. I want to start with who is Gravity Rose? Can you share a little bit about your journey and how you became to be unapologetic about your wild feminine? That was a journey. (laughs) Where do I start? Um... Well, Gravity Rose was born after my last alter ego, Alice Cass. So that's like a whole other story when I had an online lingerie store um, that was centered around female feminine empowerment and self-love. And then I finally, you know, I was selling lingerie and it was amazing. And I built this community and that was a way for me to liberate myself and step more into my expression. Um you know, I used to be super shy and have like social anxiety. So alter egos are really helpful in that to really help me step out of that and highlight this other aspect of my personality. So it was really like the sensuality and like the feminine that I was really tapping into back then. And I realized how important the message was behind that. And it kind of overtook like the garments, you know, just the lingerie, which I, which taught me so much and connected me to women so much. And I was able to, to really, you know, help inspire and empower them, but it became so much more than that. I think there was an element of like spirituality that came in that previously hadn't been there. So I would say Gravity Rose is kind of taking all of that from Alice Cass and then bringing it even deeper to the soul, like adding the soul to the spirit, to the sexuality and sensuality, really that divine feminine in a deeper way and I sort of stopped hiding behind the product and just fully stepped out as like a coach you know Mm -hmm. as a guide as a even now I call myself like embodied branding priestess it's really business the feminine way so gravity rose is kind of the embodiment of all that um and also I'm a pole dancer so the idea of gravity rising Mm -hmm. (laughs) was really beautiful yeah Um, and I never really talk about where the name came from but it just kind of landed one day and it just appeared in my mind and I was like, wow, that's really pretty. And then I saw all the ways it related to my message, even just like gravity being the thing that weighs you down. Mm. And then if it rises, it's also your gift, you know, so your shadow is your gift that helps you rise. And I do a lot of shadow work. I guide my clients in that as well. It's a big part of the feminine, right? The dark feminine. Um, so that's kind of how she was born. And then Rose, the the heart, the, the flower with the highest vibration, is very like heart centered. So a lot of my work is based in the heart and based in like love, you know, doing like self-love and bringing more love into the world through your expression. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I really relate to that because um, as we were mentioning, um, Mary Jade is um, my version of that. And for me, um, Mary... It, 
symbolizes the two extremes of sexuality, like in the Bible. So you have like Virgin Mary who got pregnant without ever like actually having sex, you know, so really shows like the taboo of like the sexuality. And then you have Mary Magdalene who was portrayed more of like the promiscuous because she was I think more open with her sexuality so I was like that really like embodies like the two extremes of sexuality and then Mm. jade is like essence you know purity and so that's why I came up with Mary Jade so very powerful meaningful names we've given I love that (laughs) and like it's so interesting because that's it's like the virgin whore like dichotomy right in society and yet both those stories are are not true you know yeah, that's not the reality exactly of it. like, it's not one or the other no and even in you know mary magdalene she was a sex magic priestess in ancient egypt i'm sure you've you've read into all of that so it's like you know they're making sex seem bad and yet it's the thing that allowed jesus to ascend yes <laughs> so yes. it's like they needed the divine feminine to come together with the divine masculine. So it's, yes. yeah, it's beautiful that you're drawing kind of like yeah. attention there. <laughs> I love it. And you speak about like alter ego and a lot of people ask me, they're like, is Mary Jade your alter ego? And, you know, often I say, because I think alter ego is like the common idea when it comes to giving yourself this name that is not the one that you were born with. But really I say it's my truest self, right? It's almost the opposite of our Mm. alter egos do you feel that way too so in a way i feel like i in terms of her pretty much only existing online it feels like it's a part of my personality that i've been really not afraid of but just not comfortable sharing in maybe my real life you know because there's pieces that don't feel safe there's pieces that um it's not a curated there's something about instagram that feels like a really curated space for me like i know that if i put my soul mission my heart mission out into the world i'm magnetizing an audience that is desiring that and that is there for that and people that don't like it just don't have to participate so i feel even more comfortable sharing that side of me in that space um And yet there is a whole side of me that isn't there, Mm. you know, and there's a side of me that's like really goofy and silly and like um, dorky (laughs) that I think comes out a little bit. But I because of the visuals and I love creating beauty and like sharing like like, you know, poetry and like deep things it's like there's that side that I it's more my art so it's almost like gravity rose is like my art and Mm. my true self is like my true self that only people that are really intimate will really get to tap into but I feel like art is a really true expression yeah for sure so I think it's a facet and it's not everything you Mm. know I love that and I think we talk a lot about like ego being the enemy you know Mm. and and I think there's a whole conversation there where you know, we need some ego to be able to have confidence, right? Like, what do you, how, how do you define like your truest self? And, and where do you think that like the ego plays in terms, you know, specifically in terms of all of this, like sexuality and um, being, you know, your most authentic self? Yeah, I think there's something really interesting about that's that's a really interesting question because ego, yeah, it's demonized a little bit, vilified, and 
Yeah, we, we need a healthy ego. You need to believe in yourself. You need to individuate. You know, that's you have to have an ego so you can know where you end and where someone else begins. You know, yeah. it's, it's this like it is this separation. Like we are in these bodies, you know, in this. Of course, like there's a concept of oneness and, you know, we're we're all connected. And in this lifetime, in this body, we are in these bodies and we have desires and we have dreams and we have visions and we have missions and the ego helps us to kind of, yeah, create that separation that we need to be able yeah. to do those things and to be able to experience life in this body. So, um, yeah, I think ego, even on this journey, like you have, you have to believe in yourself, you know, you have to love yourself. You have to, and ego helps you kind of do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree so, with you. And of course there's like a, obviously could go into the shadow side where it's like ego, but I think, the ego we think of is more like an insecurity. Yeah. You know, it's not like true healthy ego. Like, yeah. So. Well, let, let's go into this whole <laughs> idea of like the shadow self, you know, yeah. um, and how does that, you know, play into. And I know that part of what you do is help um, your clients um, process. What, I don't know what the word, the, the right word would be in terms of explore their shower, mm. shadow self. Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah. And, you know, there's different. Yeah. So the shadow side to me is the, especially for the feminine, the way that I work with it, it's the things that we're ashamed of. Right. It's the things that we cast in our shadows that we're like, we can't go there. We can't talk about that. So in society, I mean, it's our sensuality, our sexuality, our rage, you know, um, our intuition, anything that. We are like, oh, I, I have to hide this. And it, it, all those things that I just named are all associated to feminine energy, like mm -hmm. feminine energetics. And so we, those pieces were like, if, you know, for me and a lot of my clients, it's like, oh, if I want to be taken seriously, like I can't show my sensuality. I can't show my intuition and my witchy, like woo woo side. You know, I have to be um, together and like be serious and professional and all these pieces. And, and so it's a big, it's a big piece of something to overcome. Like what will these people think? What do those people think? So the way that, you know, we explore our darkness and when you shine light on these sides of yourself and you give yourself permission to explore them, they, they lose their hold over you. And you realize that the things in society that are shamed are often the things that are the most powerful. And so mm -hmm. the goal is to disconnect us from our power. So we're more easy to control and, you know, all the reasons why they want to keep us disempowered. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, with my clients, it's like, there's a lot that comes up around showing, cause it's about showing up online and giving yourself permission to be all of you and learning how to tap into your rage, like giving yourself permission to be angry, um, in, or, or to just not feel like doing something or to want to rest or any of these things where we're just like have shame around, um, in my group program, we just did this exercise. Um, I guided a mirror work practice and one of the women was feeling really like a lot of resistance towards it. And she was like, this doesn't feel true to me. This doesn't feel good. And just allowing her to express her anger and her rage in a, in a group setting where we were witnessing her. And, and it was just, it was so beautiful because it was like, that's, that's great. That's okay. Yeah. And as soon as she gave herself permission 
And she was like, oh, like I can feel this. I cannot want to do this. I cannot follow through on this exercise. I can just, I was like, the exercise is noticing what's coming up and being okay with it. Mm. It's not like you have to like fully believe that you love yourself right now or that you want to be expressed or whatever, you know, it's being okay with the anger that's coming up. It's being okay with the, like, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. And getting curious about it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of an example of how to just witness these parts and let them be okay. Yeah. And play with them in different ways. You know, and then there's other practices of moving it through your body and different things like that. But the key is like, can you allow it to be true? And then what's the message there? Yeah. What's beneath that? For sure. Because you know? it holds like so much medicine and so much power. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand that. I mean, I've tr- struggled with like perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I'm a Virgo. No. Also. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so it's like extra perfectionist. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. My whole life. And, 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 you know, when I would get criticized or when I would start feeling like people were seeing a side of me that wasn't part of what I wanted to them to see, which is really like the perfect version of myself, I would feel beat down. Right. And it would really, and now I'm still learning that, you know, yeah, I have all these like amazing qualities and stuff, but I also have my flaws, right? Like that's what makes me who I am. What that's what makes me unique is the combination of the two. And it's not like, oh, I need to fix my flaws. It's just who I am, you know, and being able to like embrace that um, is a process, but it's also very powerful, you know, and I think we see, like you say, like dark as like negative and like all these things that you're, you know, these emotions of anger and, and is something that we need to hide, but really like, it's just, it's part of who we are. And it's necessary and it's really necessary and it's trusting that truth. It's like trusting that those mistakes or those flaws or that rage or that darkness or that like desire to express your sexuality, whatever it is, that there's medicine in that. And like, how do you work with it and how do you allow yourself to feel it so it doesn't get trapped in your body, right? Like moving it through your body, turning it into art, like that's how art is created. It's through emotions, you know, it's through feeling. And if we're cutting ourselves off from the truth of what we are, which is like full spectrum human beings that have both light and dark, that have these darker emotions and all these desires and all the things that we don't talk about, we're depriving ourselves of our creative energy, you know, of being able to transmute it and turn it into something else that's magical. And it's, actually medicine in another way like witnessing other people in that truth especially with all the bullshit on social media of everyone pretending to be perfect it's like if you show up in your flaws that you're judging because you're a perfectionist yeah. you know if you're allowing yourself to be seen in that other people there's like a you see their body like relax they're like oh okay i have permission now to just be human like yeah she maybe messed up a word or something came up or there's something weird that happened and she's like cool with it like witnessing someone be okay with their own flaws is medicine yeah you know and that's what happened in the session like the woman like we all witnessed her like be like oh this is okay her whole body shifted like her whole system relaxed and we were all like oh Oh, that feels so So, good to witness. Yeah, yeah. It's powerful to go through it yourself, but it's even more powerful sometimes to see someone else also go through it. 
exactly yeah exactly so we want to see your like virgo-ness just like be okay with like the mistakes no no i i I am i'm trying 100 percent, and it's been very freeing and 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 i've gained so much more confidence from being able to do that right because it's like so part of of mary jade is the idea that our sexuality is the core of who we are it's us in our most vulnerable and raw self you know um and so i think that if we can connect you know and be more confident in our sexuality then that will have an impact on every other aspect in our, our life you know whether it's in our personal relationships or at work or how we carry ourselves you know but i think it really like the the inner deepest layer of our authentic self lies in our sexuality and uh i know that you are connected to your sexuality but also that you help guide others you know be more connected to theirs so what are some of the practices that have been helpful for you in order to connect to your uh, divine feminine power Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah I still resonate with everything you're sharing it is you know that realization of oh my god there's so much power here once you do connect to your sexuality And that journey for me has been, it's been, it's been really like hard in a lot of ways. And I think there's a lot for most women go through like a, yeah, hell of a journey in that regard. Um, So for me, it was like, I was super disconnected from my sexuality. Like, um, you know, I had some like really toxic relationships when I was younger. And then it was kind of like a backlash. and then I was like, I don't have any feelings. I don't care. And I would just have casual sex. And I was like, I could be like a man too. You know, I went down that road um, of really disconnecting from my body, my feminine, my sensuality, all that stuff. And so it was a journey to come home from that place of like being so far away and not having like a relationship to my own sexuality, not being in a healthy relationship to sexuality with others. And, um, So for me, the way that I started and the way that I teach is really first connecting to yourself Mm -hmm. Um, and just being really gentle and like going really slowly, you know, through like breath and like self-touch, but like not even sexual first, like really just for me, sensuality is like, ah, like that's the gateway, you know, that's the space of because you can practice your sensuality in every single moment. You know, it's just like breathing and being present and like noticing like the sun shining and like the breeze on your skin and, you know, the smell of like flowers or the coffee or the bakery, just like really connecting to your senses and like and like sensation. Um, So you're not recommending that people just go right on a pole dance and start pole dancing. So that, I mean, if it depends where you're at, yeah. you know, like for me, that took me a really long time to start okay. pole dancing. I had wanted to pole dance for, for years, but I was so shy and I'd always been into dancing, but I had this big phase where I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do anything without alcohol. I was so scared. Mm. So I couldn't dance in public without drinking, without being mm-hmm. wasted. And when I was a kid, I loved dancing. All I wanted to do was learn choreography and all this stuff. And then the, the thing I loved the most, I couldn't do anymore. So that was the most disempowering thing ever. And then I, and then I, 
and I quit drinking. And I was like, how do I dance again? You know, like, and I had to relearn that. So wow. it was such a process for me to like get comfortable in my body again. Um, so it's funny. People come to me that now and they look at my Instagram. They're like, oh, you're so comfortable with yourself. And da, da, da. And I was like, no, you don't even understand like how far yeah. <laughs> come from. And I still feel it sometimes, you know, um, that feeling of like, oh, like, Hey, like it takes me like to breathe and to get into my body, to be able to feel safe, to express, you yeah. know? So I get it. Like with my clients that come to me, they're like, how do you show up on Instagram? And it's like, it's a slow process of getting really intimate with yourself first. And then, and then, yeah, being around people and allowing yourself to be seen by other people and like intimacy and relating, um, is so like nourishing and healing and it could be with a partner, but it could just be in workshops. You know, mm -hmm. that was huge for me. Like go to workshops, like do all the things that like attract you. And, and if you need a friend to go, like go with a friend, but, um, slowly starting with yourself. So for me, like mirror work and like, just like self-touch practices, like sensation play, like things like that, yeah. or just getting into your body yeah, and getting comfortable with that. Um, and then, yeah, dance is like yeah. everything for sure. So <laughs> similarly for me, um, I love dancing and, you know, for a while, like I, I mean, I, I put on music first thing in the morning mm -hmm. and I was always like dancing, you know, while I would get ready. And then at some point I remember like I posted something on Instagram of just me in my bathroom dancing and, um, you know, people like had an amazing reaction mm -hmm. to that. And I, and I remember specifically like in that moment, you know, I was kind of like, well, that's what, as soon as I started having doubts, like, should I be posting this? Like, what are people going to say? That's when I said to myself, press, like press publish, you know, because I was like, no, I don't want to have that, those thoughts, you know, of, of this fear of judgment. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then that really led me through like this whole, now I do it like almost on a weekly basis, you know, or as often as I can, you know, whenever I, whenever it feels right, you know, um, that's amazing. Cause you're yeah. really listening to your body and, and your desire, right? Cause that's where it starts. It's like, I have this desire to do this and then all these voices come in, but it's like, okay, your desires are pure. Like trust them. Like, yeah. And it, and when you take that leap, you show yourself that it's safe, you know, yeah. like it's actually, it is safe for me to express. And it is a gift and, to others. And people felt that. Like, yeah. the reactions were not even about, like, oh, because, like, I don't think I'm an amazing dancer. Like, I just, people were like, that just put me in a really good mood. And then people started sending me videos of them dancing. Mm -hmm. And people were just telling me, like, how it was just putting a smile on their face. And that was, like, so empowering for me. It wasn't mm -hmm. about, like, them telling me that I look fantastic or that, like, you know, I dance so well. It was just about the idea that, like, my energy was transmitting mm -hmm. to them, you know, and I was, and I was sharing something positive, you know, and so I just, um, you're touching on something really powerful here, which is like, it's not about how good you are. It's not about it being perfect. It's about the energy behind yeah. it. You were feeling yourself in that moment and that's magnetism, right? That's yes. what creates that magnetism and the feminine is magnetic. It's like when you're expressed in your joy, in your pleasure, like people want to be around that and it gives them permission to be like, 
right. Yeah. We're alive. Like it's aliveness. And that's like what we're here for is to feel that, to be like, ah, I want to feel that for myself. So they start dancing and it's this beautiful ripple effect. Yeah, exactly. Or some people get really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with someone who's just being like very free and, Mm -hmm. you know, very like, authentic <laughs> I noticed that too and, and and I started calling these people out mm-hmm. right because some people also would ask me like you know well why are you doing this and you know like just questions where I felt like some judgment and then um I would just lit- call them out you know on it in 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 as I posted the story because it was empowering to me right mm-hmm. to just say those and even not just like what other people were saying to me but what was going through my head you know like I started adding you know those thoughts that were like well why is she dancing and she looks like she looks too skinny what does her husband think you know and those are the things that were going through my mind and I just started writing them like along with like whatever I was posting um and that was very freeing for me as well 100% that's a really powerful practice you're already claiming it and being transparent about what you're going through and people really relate to that yeah. you know those are very like real thoughts I've done I did a reel similar to that like all the things that run yeah. through my head right before posting and how oh is this too much like are people gonna slut shame me like da, 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 you know like all the things and then it comes back to why do we want to be expressed in this way and that's the divine feminine like mm-hmm. that's the goddess she just wants to be seen the yeah feminine there's this deep desire and longing to be seen and to express our beauty and to express ourselves. And there's no real reason other than like, that's part of just our beingness to bring beauty to this world, you know, to just be, to just be, you know, and to be seen in that. And um, yeah, it's so powerful and so inspiring and so healing. And yet those voices are still there. And those, but the way that I really see it is like triggering those people, like, Triggers are also part of the mission in a way because triggers are showing people where they're not expressed and where they desire to be expressed. Maybe they don't see it right that way yeah. at, the, at the beginning, at that moment, yeah. but there is that desire from them and it's activating something in them. So that's also awakening a part of them. I think you, I think, I think your whole branding is based on, so I'll let you say it, but the permission, the permission slip to yeah bring all of yourself online you know whether that means like online on instagram or just like online like bring it online like you get to be all of you you know and that's your power that's where it comes from embracing all sides of you including these sides that are shamed yeah and that's the thing like everything you're saying it's like that confidence when you're connected to your sexuality it's like it opens up so much like your creativity but like you're on another frequency yeah you you feel so open you feel so magnetic you feel so connected to like everything you know um and yeah and it's not just about sex you know I think like Mm -hmm. that's really my idea here is that you know yeah that's great like let's have conversations about sex and how we can make intimacy better um and things like that but it's also so much more, right? Like there's an energy to it. There's a consciousness that needs to happen. And um, I think that's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sex is a big part of sex, but like sexuality, but sexual energy isn't necessarily having to, it it doesn't only exist in sex. It's coursing through you at all times. It's a life force energy. Yeah. You know, and it's accessing it. We live in a culture that 
focuses mostly on masculine energy. And so, you know, what I see a lot of is, you know, a lot of women pushing and forcing and wanting to birth businesses. And yet, like, you can't birth with only a masculine, right? can't birth with only a feminine you need both masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. to create yeah. to birth a project to birth a baby to whatever you're birthing so it's really that's why I focus so much on the feminine because it's the thing that is less talked about it's less focused on it's not taken as seriously and yet it's like hey it's the whole other half it's like yeah. Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. she's left out of the bible but it's like how do you really create anything without the divine feminine yeah absolutely yeah so but you also do st- talk about I've heard you use this term the inner fuck boy (laughs) (laughs) so maybe you can share a little bit about what does that mean (laughs) so this is like okay this is like a really great exercise Ah, like your inner fuck boy. So that's your inner masculine and to feel free in your feminine. So your feminine is expression, right? It's like, it's like your sensuality. It's all these parts of you. She just like, it's your inner child. It's your playfulness. It's, um, and so we all want to be expressed in our feminine and yet, okay, you want to have a feminine business. You want to be expressed in your feminine. You want to dance. You want to show up all the things. And like we can focus on the feminine, but again, like the masculine plays a really important role. We need a really strong, solid masculine who is present, who like holds you, who witnesses you, all the things. And in this exercise, once you've like observed and noticed like, okay, how does the masculine treat me? Like, has there been any patterns in the way maybe recently or in the past? It's good to observe both to be able to tell. And then you notice and ask yourself like okay is that how I treat my own inner feminine Mm. because a lot of the times the way that the masculine is showing up in our external world is how we're treating our own inner feminine so a lot of the times the result is like oh shit I've been attracting a lot of fuckboys I'm being a fuckboy to my inner feminine and that's where the exercise was born because I realized you know I was maybe showing up inconsistently for myself you know I would say like I'm gonna do this today I'm gonna do a self-care practice or I'm gonna go live on Instagram and then the day would come and I'd be like maybe I'm just not gonna do you know? Mm. And I was like, oh shit, that's actually how the masculine, you know, when I was dating and I was doing this stuff at that time, I was like, wow, like people would just ghost me maybe, or like just not show up when they said they would, or just respond to me like way later, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually how I'm respond. I'm treating my, myself, my own inner feminine. So of course she doesn't feel confident to express. Of course yeah. she doesn't feel like showing up. So are you, you know, then it, you can notice, oh, is the masculine like critical to you? Like, are there ways in which you're really critical to oh, yourself? I'm so critical you know? of myself. <laughs> so that's the one that comes up. So yeah, these are actually true. ways yeah. for you to notice. It's like, mm, oh, so interesting. Right. And it's funny that how we really mirror like the, the, so the we situations mirror more the end, the what we receive from the masculine energy it's actually mirroring our own energy Mm. so the masculine in the external world is mirroring what's happening in our own internal world because if we're celebrating ourselves the masculine actually picks up on that in the external world and will celebrate us more and if we're criticizing ourselves they're gonna you know it's not a conscious thing but it's just our our external world mirrors our internal world you know so there's gonna be moments of like 
that's going to start showing up in our life. And it's there to show us, you know, it's all, everyone's a mirror for us and showing us where we're at. So if you, you know, if you're inconsistent with yourself, if you're judgmental, if you're emotionally distant, you know, there was a time where I was like, oh, I'm attracting all these guys who are emotionally distant. And I was, I was like, oh, I'm not intimate with my feminine. Like I'm not carving out time to like get to know her and to explore this side of myself. So those guys were showing me, ah, yeah, okay. Like I need to get more intimate with my feminine. Yeah. And so it's really, it's really fun to actually notice like, okay, things are happening in your external world that you're not liking. Like, where am I? Yeah. Where am I not? That's really interesting because I mean, I always said that like men pick up on a, on, on a woman's confidence you know i think it it it's not about how you look it's about what you're emitting right mm-hmm. and 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 if you're confident what you're emitting is beautiful and, and and men are attracted to that and so with what you're saying i'm kind of thinking like men must and and masculine energy must i think like the female energy is more complicated than the masculine energy in some ways. And so maybe the masculine energy is more able to see that feminine energy in a more like basic way. We don't give men enough credit. I think (laughs) they really have this, like, you know, we we talk about women's intuition, but men can really sense things. They, and you know what it is. This is what I'm getting from like this, I, this concept, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even use it in terms of like relating, but it's really, it does show you how, like, I don't know. I've noticed that with men all the time. Like they can like, they don't even know that they can feel you, but they can feel you. Yeah. And that's, and when we're in our feminine, they feel us even more, you know? And when we're in their feminine, they want to, like they're magnetized to us even more. That's the concept of masculine feminine energy. And so if we're in our pleasure and our confidence and we love ourselves, they're attracted to that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what they want. So it's that confidence, it's that pleasure, it's that joy. And they, yeah, we we say women have like a deep intuition, but they have a deep sensing, like, and they're much more clear with their emotions and their desires. Like men know what they want. Women were like, I don't know. Like, do I want this? Do I not want that? Like, we're a little bit all over. Like we get really confused. Whereas men, it's like, I want this. That's what I want. And they see it and they're like, that's it. That's the feeling I want to feel. Like I want a woman who makes me feel good and she feels confident in her pleasure. I want to be around that and give her more reason to feel that way you yeah. know and so it's it is direct in that way yeah. like what you're saying it's that simplicity yeah exactly yeah it's really interesting yeah it is so interesting yeah. i love it and i love the idea that there's a divine feminine but there's also a divine masculine absolutely. right absolutely and oh it's being we don't need to 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 bring women to elevate women we don't need to diminish no the masculine no we love energy. the masculine yeah, like exactly. the masculine's amazing yeah. you know and and, and like men are amazing, you know, and letting them know that and not, I, you know, there's a, there's a whole, you know, strand of like feminism that is very like bashing men, you know, and I've been in that field where like all men are like this and all men are like yeah. that. Like I used to think that way, you know, because there's a frustration and an anger and a rage. And I think a lot of us go through that, you know, that wanting to like reject the masculine. And yet it's like, ah, oh, there's so much like magic in witnessing 
the divine masculine and there's so much healing that happens there you know allowing yourself to surrender to someone in his solid like presence and like who's able to hold you and witness you you know yeah um and like having that solid energy and i've had that energy show up in women who like I was in a really like, you know, low place and I've had like friends like hold space for me in a way where they were just holding me and watching me and letting me crumble in their arms. And that was like solid masculine energy. Yeah. And it was that just that moment where I was able to cry and collapse and know that I was held and seen. It was like pure bliss and magic. Yeah. And that's why containers like coaching and like holding space and all these things are so powerful because like one person is really like holding that masculine space, you yeah. know, for, for yeah. people to express and to feel safe to be seen. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we need the masculine and we love the masculine. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love these, these conversations and um, I'm learning so much. <laughs> and if people want to connect to you um, and learn more about Gravity Rose, how can they do that? So Instagram is my primary space that I, that I live in um it's at gravity rose underscore and I have a mailing list where I sometimes go deeper and I share like I like to share a lot of like storytelling and things like that so that's fun too um and I have one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching that I offer too and in-person stuff as well thank you so much <laughs> for being you. on my couch today it was a pleasure yeah so nice <laughs> thank you <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of On the Couch with Mary Jade. This journey is about you and me together, so make sure you share your questions, your thoughts, and your interests. You can do that either on my website, maryjade.com, or by connecting with me on Instagram at On the Couch with MJ. You can also connect with me on my personal page at The Mary Jade. If you want to continue to uncover all things sexuality with me, then hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. I really would love to hear your feedback. So if you can take a moment to rate and review this episode, I would really appreciate it. And lastly, if you love what you heard, then make sure you share it with a friend. Thank you. And until next time on the couch with Mary Jade. 